The big question is this, how do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Well, hello, all you beautiful cyclists. It's Sarah, and I'm here for my Saturday podcast where I kick Anthony out of the studio and give a newbie's perspective on this beautiful sport. And this week, I want to do something a little bit different, and I want to do a profile of a very famous rider, my favorite rider. This cyclist is the most winningest cyclist in the world and at 35 shows no signs of stopping. In fact, they just had one of their most successful years and that's not just down to results on the bike. Yeah, I want to tell you all about the story of Marianne Voss. Now, she was born in 1987 in the Netherlands and she fell in love with cycling when she began to ride with her older brother. So she was just five and her dad bought her a tiny road bike. I'm assuming that the Netherlands is the only place in the world that you can buy a road bike for a five-year-old. She couldn't even reach the pedals at the time, so her dad removed the seat post and clamped the saddle directly to the frame. Now, obviously, there was no races for five-year-olds, but she insisted on going to training sessions with her older brother's team. And then at the ripe old age of eight, she started to race and as most Dutch riders do. Voss combined road biking, mountain biking, track racing in the summer and then cyclocross in the winter. And Marianne also excelled at speed skating. So let's thank our lucky stars that she, you know, really focused on cycling and we've gotten to follow her amazing career and we didn't lose her to the sport of speed skating. I think that she is one of the finest cyclists in the history of the sport. And she's the winner of more races than anyone in history across four disciplines, road, track, mountain and cyclocross. And she's just brilliant at every distance. So from, you know, hour long criteriums to multi-day tours. She has been called the rider of her generation. And this is why she is sometimes called and nicknamed by her compatriots the cannibal which is pretty cool so she's only 18 when she earned her first rainbow stripe jersey in cyclocross and then a year later at 19 she earned one in in road two years after that in 2018 she went into the olympics as favorite in beijing but she disappointingly came sixth place in the road event Now, this didn't deter her and she just reset her focus and she had the velodrome in her crosshairs and eight days later, she just didn't win. She lapped the competition in the track points race. Her trophies stacked up as she conquered every major women's event from one day spring classics to the Giro Rosa. She's just unstoppable. And she won, if you remember, Olympic gold in two the 2012 London Games and this race it's kind of it's often shown as proof of how exciting women's cycling can be at the start of that race Voss wheeled up to the starting line and she heard Eminem's Lose Yourself playing over the loudspeaker now apparently she has a habit of singing really loudly on her bike which can sometimes really piss off other competitors it's probably another way to kind of psych her competitors out too anyway the Eminem song was one of her favorites 
songs that you choose to psych yourself up and that this came on randomly to her was a sign that you know this is it her race was on and this 87 mile race started and she was just ready and oh if you remember the images of that race her sprint down the waterlogged mall in central london she beat britain's lizzie armistead by about a bike length And it was one of the sport's most breathtaking moments. And in the photos of Voss at the finish, you can see goosebumps on her arms. The memory of the crowd's roar still gives her chills. And she said, that sound, I can still hear it. Amazing. Now, that same year, Voss again won the Road World Champs and the UCI Road World Cup. She won the Giro Rosa and about half a dozen classics. Velo magazine named her the 2012 International Cyclist of the Year. Now, who else was up for this accolade? Bradley Wiggins himself. Bradley Wiggins, the winner of the Tour de France and the Olympic time trial. And of Voss, Velo magazine said, there is no one like her, man or woman, who has ever pinned on a number. Voss is a natural and gifted athlete and she has some of the biggest VO2 max and threshold power numbers in the women's peloton but she credits her success to her work ethic and she almost always skips rest days in favor of more time on the bike and she logs hours and hours and hours of base miles during the off season yeah she's really famous for really putting in the slog she's a beast in the saddle but apparently she's very shy and laid back out of it And quite unusually, she is that pro that you will see at the end of a cyclocross race washing her own bike down. So she's got no airs and graces about her. She keeps most of her trophies under a plastic tarp in a shed at her home. Unlike Lance Armstrong, she has no big showy trophy room. And she's a household name in the Netherlands and across the world. And she said in an interview, I never wanted to be famous. I just wanted to ride my bike. But Voss's journey wasn't all plain sailing. And back in 2015, after almost a decade of dominance, she started losing races and finishing well behind the leaders. And the thing is that there was no real standout physical problem. It was just everyone was so confused. All of the team doctors and her managers, all of her coaches couldn't figure out what was going on. And it was it was as if her body just said no no more, you know, I need a break. And Voss, who had practically lived on two wheels since the age of five, was forced to stop riding for six months. And she said that this was her hardest challenge yet, staying off the bike. Doctors told her that she needed to stop riding indefinitely. And this caused a huge identity crisis for the woman whose every waking moment revolved around cycling. Voss had never even been seriously injured in the past. She had a couple of shattered collarbones, but she'd always raced through injuries like that. But this wasn't like a fracture, you know, where the doctor says six weeks and you're good to go. She said at the time, I got my identity from results. Being at home, only resting and trying to fill my days with recovery, I had no identity because I didn't win races. But for six months, she basically had to become less intense and she threw out all of her fitness and diet regimes. She stopped training entirely. She just had a, you know, a town bike that she used to spin around, you know, going to the groceries on. She said she napped and she read a lot and she went shopping with her mom and she learned how to ride a moped 
and yeah that was basically her life for six months through that time she said she had an epiphany that sometimes a weakness is a strength driven to the extreme and she said I had to accept that my injury might be caused by the same thing that got me so far. I pushed myself very hard. She says, I learned to accept myself for who I am apart from the bike. After this experience, Voss became more accessible even to her own teammates. And after all of those invincible years, you know, she turned out to be kind of a human being after all. And her teammates, who always put her on a pedestal, suddenly dared to talk to her about doubts and uncertainties and talk to her as a human. And Marianne slowly learned that vulnerability is not weakness, but something very powerful. Isn't that so cool? After six months off the bike, Voss's body started responding to the rest and she began her comeback and she focused on the Rio Olympic Games. Now, she competed in the road race and she actually took on the role of tactical leader and domestique, dropping back to the support car to stuff her jersey with water bottles for her teammate and her teammate, Anna van der Bregen, got the gold, which to me just shows pure class. Voss was prepared to put her ego aside and um, chip in on behalf of the team. I just absolutely love that. And that was just the beginning of her comeback. And in total, Voss has won over 241 professional races. And this, as I said at the top of the show, makes her the most winningest cyclist of all time. For Voss, those highs no longer just come from wins because she has turned the podium into a platform advocating for gender equality. Over the course of her career, women's cycling has made very slow progress towards equality. And Voss herself has often said that any changes to the sport have to be sustainable and they must bring along all the stakeholders. So we need to get the fans behind it, the riders behind it, the promoters and the sponsors behind it. And in 2006, when Voss began her elite career, she was the rare female pro who wasn't holding down a second job to get by. And she wanted to change that. She said, in professional cycling, we saw limits in organization, development of teams, salary and professionalization of the riders. Of course, it has to do with money, but also with daring to make a difference she said the uci is a great organization but it is big it is old-fashioned it is difficult to change big things and anyone who listens to the podcast regularly knows my opinion on the uci yes it is a big old beast of a thing Voss began speaking up for women's cycling. Like I always say, more coverage builds a bigger audience that attracts more sponsors. More sponsors mean better salaries, which would, you know, which will eventually attract more talent and grow the sport. She was one of four women who held a petition calling on the Tour de France organizers, the ASO, to create a women's event. This petition gathered almost 100,000 signatures and the ASO introduced La Course, which was a one-day women's race. Now, the La Course by Tour de France was held in Paris a few hours before the men made their victory lap. It was a 55-mile competition and it was 13 laps on the Champs-Élysées. And the winner would receive $30,000, which was the same amount that the men get for winning a stage of the tour. So in Paris, 119 of the world's best female athletes stormed the Champs-Élysées in front of millions of viewers from 190 countries. With her usual impeccable timing, 
Voss sprung out of the bunch and nailed a sprint and won the race that she helped to create. She said, La Course is really something awesome for women cycling, but it's just one step towards the recognition we deserve. I hope everyone who saw us today realized the Peloton's getting stronger and stronger. Researching this and hearing Mariana Voss say those words gave me goosebumps because of her and others, you know, their unfailing work and dedication. We got to see the 2022 Tour de France Femme take place. And I think we can all agree that it was an emotional moment watching Voss on the Tour de France podium fighting back tears as she waited to receive her yellow jersey. Now, Voss is not an emotional person and she showed a rare display of emotion and she gave a even more rare insight into her private life by referencing her girlfriend and fellow cyclist Monique Tenenglo for the first time. Now I want to leave you with this quote from Voss. They say age is just a number. I think the most important thing is to enjoy and to be able to ride your bike every day with pleasure. Amen. And that, you beautiful cyclists, is a very quick whistle stop tour of the greatest cyclist ever on and off the bike. And you know what? I really loved researching this, and I might do some other rider profiles over the next few weeks. And let me know if there's anyone in particular you'd like me to cover. You can reach me at sarah at roadmindcycling.com. That is me signing off until next week. Safe pedaling, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.